Hi, love. I'm Nicole Weston, and you are listening to Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. In this community, we focus on creating a safe and sacred space for us to cultivate loving, gentle, and compassionate relationships with ourselves first so that we can be present in our relationships with our partner and children and be the best mom we can be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Redefining Motherhood. Today, we are going to sit down with Dr. Stacey Goldman, and we're going to talk about the four pillars of health, especially during this time of COVID-19. It is so important that we have the foundation of our health in line. So let's jump right in. Hello, Dr. Stacey. Hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here today. We are so excited. So I want to just jump right in. So you were talking a little bit about the four pillars of health. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and why you are like, I don't know, let's say passionate about the four pillars of health for your clients? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm a naturopathic doctor. I've been practicing now for, I think it'll be six years. Um, And I am the owner of the Spark Institute, which is a multidisciplinary uh, health clinic in Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, your second question was about the pillars of health. So the reason I am so passionate about the pillars of health right now is because what we're going through in the world with COVID-19 and um, everything that's going on, of course, all my patients want to know what they should be doing mm-hmm. in relation to their health and what they should be doing you know, what supplement should they be taking? What should they have on hand? Um, and all of that is really important. But what I'm trying to remind everyone is, is to bring it back to the basics, because all we really know right now is that the, our, our pillars of health is what's going to help get us through this, um, both physically and emotionally and mentally. Um, and so that's what I've been focusing most on with the conversations I've been having with my patients. Um, so you know, the pillars of health are, they're back, like I said, they're very back, they're back to the very basics. Right. So we're talking about sleep. Yes. We're talking about food. Okay. We're talking about movement. Yep. And we're talking about connection. Connection. Beautiful. Okay. So I'm going to start with connection because I'm curious. I think sleep, food, and movement speak for themselves, but why don't you guide us a little bit through what do you mean specifically about connection? Yeah, so I mean, connection is important all the time, but especially during a time of, you know, I'm going to call it a crisis. It's a pandemic. It is. It is like the world's going through a little bit of a of a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to feel connected, mm-hmm. and you know, there's so many different ways to feel connected, um, and I think that as a whole, the population is doing a good job at trying to create lots of different avenues for people to be connected. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the past we used to think, you know, to be connected, you had to be beside someone or hugging someone or touching someone or be able to be, you know, having that intimate kind of space with someone, but being connected is just having someone to talk to, be vulnerable, um, be yourself, feel like you're a part of something. Mm. Um, And so it's, it's crazy because with technology, we have so many ways to do that now. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing for, for somebody who's listening to this or sitting at home is just actually finding that, that group and reaching out. And, you know, like I think what you've done is you've created this great group for, 
for moms to all feel connected and like you've created this safe space. So like, this is a beautiful example of like community and being connected and having people to, you know, that you can just be yourself around um, and talk about what's going on. You know, when, when there's probably a lot of different emotions happening right now. Right. I think it's really important what you had talked about in terms of being vulnerable and feeling safe with the community that you are around. Cause I think, uh, I think we have, there's a lot of us who are confused about what vulnerability means, right? And I think it's a really great opportunity to say, you know, vulnerability is that really essential core value to being able to say, like, this is how I feel, and I don't need to justify it, and I don't have to try to find a solution for it because I'm just human, and I really just need to express this. And being able to surround ourselves with the people who can be like, yeah, like, I don't want, like, I'm not going to try to talk you out of that, but I am just going to hold space for you. And I think we get a really interesting opportunity to find the people that can hold that space for us. So I really appreciate the movement. So in having those conversations with the people that we can trust and the people we feel safe with, you are saying is an essential pillar to our health, especially during this time. Yeah, 125%. Um, And you know, as a naturopath, I always go back to the research, but um, like all there's so much research right now that shows community is actually can be more important than a lot of the other pillars of health. Interesting. So community, yeah, community medicine is actually, you know, getting more traction mm-hmm. and it's just all about being supported. Like we know that even with whatever kind of health goals people have, they're more likely to accomplish them if they have a community around them. Mm-hmm. Um, And so right now, like the health goal is to just, you know, stay healthy, like stay Mm. healthy, both physically, mentally. Um, And so we know that if we can get a community around us, we're going to be much more successful at it. And I think there's a lot of companies doing a good job right Mm. now and, you know, that are offering a lot of free services where you can join a community, um, whether it's with movement or like there's so many groups now on Facebook with, you know, in terms of health, different, um, like diets and recipes and that sort of, that sort of thing. And it's really helping people move, move forward. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I really love the, um, the community medicine, right? It really reminds me of bringing it back to the village and going right back. Now, of course we are wanting to physically distance ourselves and maintain physical distance instead of you know, social distancing just feels like we're not even allowed to connect. So I've been really trying to utilize the word of physical um, distancing. So um, I love community medicine because it does bring us back to the whole, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise ourselves, right? And that whole idea that if we were to get back to the basics, like what were we doing and what really helped us to thrive as humans? And what I'm hearing you say, especially with research, what I also love is community medicine and just that idea that if they're doing it then I can do it too and I'm going to get that support that I need as well. So I love that. I am just like lit up by community medicine. That feels really good. So then movement and food and sleep in regards to the the four pillars of health, what are you recommending in all of those areas for your clients and for our listeners? Yeah, so I'm just going to rewind it back for a minute. But like the reason these things are so important is because, you know, in a time when we're, you know, basically trying to 
um, improve our health so that we don't get sick, right? Like this, right. the goal here is that, you know, we're trying to either avoid getting sick or if we do happen to get sick, you know, being strong, like having our body be in a place where it's strong to um, be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's why, you know, that's why I am talking about the pillars. So when it comes to sleep, we know that when we get good quality sleep and enough hours of sleep, it's going to help to boost our immunity. Mm. Um, we also know with sleep, that's when the body heals. Right. So, you know, if you're not sleeping well, your body's not healing well. And, you know, I always liked, I always feel funny talking about sleep because there are some people who have a lot of issues with sleep. And especially if you're a mom or a new mom or, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I hear from my patients, there can be a little bit of like anxiety around, well, you're telling me to, to sleep, but I, you know, I have to wake up every hour with my child, right. um, which is a, which is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and you just do, you just do what you can, right? You just do the best that you can. Um, maybe it means trying to go to sleep a little bit earlier. Like maybe when you put your, your child down, you, you also decide, okay, instead of, you know, I, I, you know, instead of watching Netflix or doing whatever it is, like, I'm just going to allow myself to have this time and go to sleep. Totally. Um, but yeah, sleep is my favorite one. So I'm trying to encourage people like get as much sleep as you can. Yeah. And you know, and I can say too, just, you know, my, my toddler is 20 months and the first like nine months, we definitely did not sleep consistently. And I know what it did to me physically, mentally, and emotionally, not did to me. I know how my body responded to that, I'll say. And, um, what I have given myself permission to do is that when she does go to bed, whether it's a nap or for the night, like I'll give myself 15 minutes to do the scrolling or to do the social media connection or watch something on Netflix. But I remember thinking to myself, I can't actually control when she'll wake up. You know, I can't control that. But here's what I do know. She is, she is in bed. (laughs) And, you know, we got to a place where she was sleeping longer in the, in the evening. And I was like, but I can control what time I go to bed. So if that means I need to go to bed at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, that can at least get me the six to seven hours. And, and that was kind of like what I focused on in terms of managing, you know, a little babe who's trying to figure out sleep. But that has worked. And I've really helped, it has really helped me, especially during nap time. So if I know she's only going to sleep an hour, the first like 10 minutes are just for me. And then I can go ahead and do whatever else I need to do. But I would say... I'm right there with you on advocate for sleep. It is essential and it's quite profound to find, you know, I've never been sleep deprived before. Like I was in the newborn, you know, let's call it the first year of her life. Um, and so I absolutely am such an advocate. So I appreciate that. Um, and I will say too, even just doing a meditation or a guided meditation before bed has really helped, um, calm everything down. So if I am going to get a three to four hour sleep, at least it's going to be deep, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you, you, you like brought up such good points. Um, when you're a mom, like there's always, well, an end in life, but there's always things that you can control and there's things that you can't control. And I think just becoming very clear about like clear with yourself. Okay. These are the things I can control. Yeah. Make a decision around what you can control and what you can't control. You have to let it go because yeah. there's so many things that you can't control And I think when we beat ourselves up about it, that's when the, you know, that's when we start Mm -hmm. to feel really like yucky. Um, So just focusing on the things that you can control and giving yourself permission to do whatever it is that you decide, right? So if it's like, okay, I'm going to 
15 minutes, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to whatever. Um, and then sticking to whatever you've, you've committed for yourself and your health. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. And so then in terms of food and, um, you know, the, the pillar of food, what have you, you know, what are some of your highlights there? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Cause I mean, on, um, social media and all that fun stuff, you know, you see all these memes right now about like, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're, they're still like the COVID 15, like, you know, you're going to oh, gain yes, I have seen that. Yeah, 15 pounds from, you know, sitting at home and, you know, eating and drinking and all of those sorts of things. Well, you know, obviously right now is the most important time to be eating well so that we can nourish our body. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with food, it's like bringing it back to the basics. Like how much stuff can you eat that has like how many colors are on your plate? Right. Right. We want to try and get as many fruits and vegetables that we can in the day. Um, and to make it as simple as possible, it's like at every meal, all, all you want to try to do is have half of your plate be veggies. Okay. That's and I don't care what I don't care what you do with the rest. <laughs> cool. I can do that. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's easy. I liked it. That is so simple. <laughs> yeah, keep it simple, nourish yourself. Um, you know, blood sugar is a big mm-hmm. issue. So just making sure that you are eating like regularly. Right. You know, having healthy snacks, three healthy snacks, three healthy meals, um, and drinking lots of water. That's like as basic as it gets. Love it. Love it. And then movement. I mean, it does sound like it speaks for itself, but again, we are um, physically distancing ourselves, you know, so what would you, um, what are you focused on in that space? Yeah. So I'm really trying to get people to go outside. Um, You know, yes, we need to keep our distance from people, even when you are outside, but it doesn't mean you can't go outside. Right. Um, So getting that fresh air, seeing the sun, whatever it is, even if, you know, some people don't want to go for a walk, just go into your backyard and like move around, dance, yeah, do yoga, like whatever you want, just move your body. Um, I know for me, like I'm really motivated by like numbers and trackers. So like I track my steps because that's the only thing that will motivate me to move. Yeah. So you know, trying to get between 8,000 and 10,000 steps, however you want. Cool. Maybe you're dancing, maybe you're doing yoga, maybe you're, um, like right now there's so many good things like Mm -hmm. free apps and, and, you know, like Pilates and, or even, even not free. Like if you want to support a small business that's offering like Zoom or online classes, like do something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. It's, it definitely is that opportunity to try something new for sure. Um, I love all of that because I think for moms, especially there's, you know, there's either the pressure to have the perfect schedule or to, um, have a schedule and completely kibosh it. Right. So, you know, I think it's important to find out like how you operate best with a schedule or not a schedule or just intention. So for me, it's definitely intentions. And so really breaking apart the day around. And when I'm hearing you say all of this, I'm like, wow, I feel like my schedule is really like I'm really implemented around the four pillars of health, right? Like we do like food in the morning, we have physical movement, whether that is dancing or outside, and then we have sleep and then we kind of replicate it at the end. Like I can get away with that because my toddler's 20 months old. So I don't, I'm not responsible for, you know, the academic part if she were in school. So, but I will say that just organizing like parts of the day around the four pillars of health just seems like the simplicity, like just really focusing on simplicity. And 
honestly, she has been outside for like two hours. I've been wearing snow pants because I'm like, I can't, it's too cold. We're out here for two hours. I got to put on snow pants. I feel like I'm ready to go down the ski hill or whatever. But it has been like, when I hear you say all of this, there's that intention of just really creating the day around those four pillars of health. And then I think I just going to speak for myself. It just makes me feel like I'm doing what I need to do for myself and for my family to stay healthy during this time, but also implementing like the foundations for a really healthy mind, body, and soul. Right. Well, and like, think about what you need to do for your toddler or like a baby, right? Like what do they need? Cause it's, that's, those are the foundations. It's the exact same thing we need. Totally. Right. Like when they sleep well, when they eat well, when you, when you outside and you move with them, like they're happier children. They are. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, when they connect with, you know, you like when they have connection as well. So it's like the same for us. Mm. We just, we just complicate things and think, you know, okay, well, what supplement should we take and what superfood should we eat? And I'm not, I'm not neglecting like those things have a place, but um, not if you don't, not if we don't first work on the basics. I love it. And I have known you for a while now. And I'm so grateful for you. And I would say that you have said that through and through, like since the day I met you, that has absolutely been your number one. And I believe that that has been an instrumental piece in my health and my family's health because it is the basics because I am definitely that person that gets super overwhelmed by all the things. And so, you know, being with you before pregnancy, during pregnancy and after has been an absolute, um, you know, indicator of my health. So I'm just really grateful for that. Um, and I just think it, it just speaks to the truth of who you are and what you believe. And I, and I do think that's very important. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So if our listeners want to reach out or connect or follow you, where can they find you? So, well, thank you for saying that. First of all, um, they can, so on Instagram, my handle is at Dr. Stacy Goldman. Um, or they can also go to our clinic website, which is www thesparkinstitute.com. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Stacy. Wishing you so much love and I uh, can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am so grateful. I want to invite you to join our Facebook group, Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. You can find the link in the show notes below. And if you want to find more information, more resources, and stories, you can subscribe to our weekly More Than Moms journal. I want you to remember that you are doing the best you can with the resources that you have. You are loved, you are worthy, and you are enough. You got this, Mama.